Due to the mature content of this program, listener discretion is advised. Tuning back into the depth of darkness, the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world. We're your hosts, I'm Mandy. And I'm retired Major Huge Ass. Coming at you. In your face. Again and again. <laughs> it's just on loop, constant yeah. fart action. Just take my word for it. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. As always, we hope you're staying safe, staying healthy, staying inside, damn it. Stop spreading the the sickness. Yeah. But today we've got a special episode for you. It kind of ties in a few different uh, belief systems. It's kind of cool. And that is the mythological. Now, some people believe her to be real. Other people think it's just myth and lore. And that is the entity of Lilith, the ancient demon, dark deity, or sensual goddess. That's the name of the... Yeah. That's the name of the article we'll be reading. And... To start off, the article we'll be referencing is called, well, exactly that, Lilith, Ancient Demon, Dark Deity, or Sensual Goddess. And this was written by Natalia Klimchak, Klimchak? something like that, (laughs) in May 17th, 2016, and this is taken from ancientorigins.net. In some sources, she's described as a demon. In others, she's an icon who became one of the darkest deities of the pagans. Lilith is one of the oldest known female spirits of the world. Her roots come from the famous epic of Gilgamesh, but she was also described in the Bible and the Talmud. In Jewish tradition, she is the most notorious demon, but in some other sources, she appears as the first woman created on Earth. According to a legend, God formed Lilith as the first woman. He did it in the same way as he created Adam. The only difference was that in place of pure dust, he also used filth and residue. Traditionally, (laughs) Lilith means the night, and she is related to attributes connected with the spiritual aspects of sensuality and freedom, but also terror. Yeah. Oh, it's getting good already. All right. So the first segment in the article here is called The Ancient Demon of Sumerians. Lilith's name comes from the Sumerian word Lelitu. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but we'll go with it. Which meant... Yeah, which meant a wind spirit or a female demon. Lilith was mentioned in the tablet X2. What would that be, 12? 12. (laughs) Tablet 12 of the Epic of Gilgamesh, a famous poem of ancient Mesopotamia. I need need to learn how to say these words. I'm not very... uh, uh, You got that one right. (sighs) A famous poem of ancient Mesopotamia, 
dated back to no later than C2100 BC. The tablet was added to the... Yes. The tablet was added to the original text much later, circa 600 BC. I just realized that's what the C stood for, circa. (laughs) Damn it, I'm smart. (laughs) Well, slow, but I got it. In its later Assyrian and Akkadian translations, she appears in a magical story where she represents the branches of a tree. She is described with other demons, but researchers still argue if she, had, if she was a demon or a dark goddess. At the same time, she appeared in early Jewish sources, so it is difficult to find out who mentioned her first. However, it is obvious that from the beginning of her existence, in the text, she was related to Sumerian witchcraft. Cool. And then the article mm. has, uh, do you see that one picture of the advertisement that looks grotesque <laughs> on this article here? It's like yeah. some fatty the liver feet. poking. Oh, Ugh. no, you got, oh, no. <laughs> uh, the website we're on, it has like a crap ton of advertisements going on on this webpage. And it's like, yeah, there's I don't, a lot of them. I don't know where to look, but they do have a picture of, looks like an old Let's see, it says right here, it's a Babylonian statue or an engraving in stone, and it looks like it's supposed to represent Lilith. It's actually kind of pretty, but she's got like these weird, creepy, uh, chicken-like feet, the female body, and her head is very weirdly proportioned. (laughs) And she's surrounded by, it looks like demons and then two pairs of owls. So there we go. Yeah. Not a a real attractive Yeah, they don't uh, show her as being a very attractive female. No. In the Babylonian Talmud, Lilith was described as a dark spirit with an uncontrollable and dangerous sexuality. She is said to have fertilized herself with male sperm to create demons. She is believed to be the mother of hundreds of demons. Nice. All right. That's that's great. (laughs) The mother of of death and darkness. And then... Yeah, at that point, let me just say, (laughs) uh, the old... uh, when they say demons, of course, they're speaking of, like, the uh, offspring of fallen angels and that sort of thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, Relating to the Talmud, yeah. Yes. So, there you go. Back back to it. Yes. And then they have a picture here of, it's actually pretty cool. It looks like it's written on stone, and it was a page of a medieval Jerusalem Talmud manuscript, and it was from Cairo, Geniza? Very cool. Yeah. Cairo. It's I from think Cairo. that's right. <laughs> Lilith was known in the culture of the Hittites, Egyptians, Greeks, Israelis, and Romans as well. In later times, she migrated to the north of the Europe. She represented chaos, sexuality, and she has been said to have cast spells on people. Her legend is also related to the first stories about vampires. Oh! (laughs) You know I'm all about vampires. I'm all about it. So, I dig it. The wife of the biblical Adam. Lilith appears in the Bible in the book of Isaiah 34.14, which describes the desolation of Eden. From the beginning, she is considered as a devilish spirit, unclean and dangerous. The Genesis Rabbah describes her as the first wife of Adam. According to the book, God created her and Adam at the same time. Lilith was very strong, independent, and wanted to be equal with Adam. She did not accept being less important than him and refused to lie beneath Adam for copulation. The marriage marriage did not work, and they never found happiness. As Robert Graves and Raphael Patai wrote in the book, The Hebrew Myths. Mm. Adam complained to God, I have been deserted by my helpmate. God at (laughs) once sent the angels, Sonoy, Sensonoy, and Semengaloth to fetch Lilith back. 
They found her beside the Red Sea, in a region abounding in lascivious demons, to whom she bore Lilum, <laughs> I guess that's her offspring, All at right. the rate of more than 100 a day. Return wow. to Adam without delay, the angel said, or we will drown you. Lilith asked, how can I return to Adam and live like an honest housewife after my stay beside the Red Sea? It will be death to refuse, they answered. How can I die, Lilith asked again, when God has ordered me to take charge of all newborn children, boys up to the eighth day of life, that of circumcision, girls up to the twentieth day. Nonetheless, if I ever see you three names or likenesses displayed in an amulet above a newborn child, I promise to spare it. To this they agreed, but God punished Lilith by making one hundred of her demon children perish daily. And if she could not destroy a human infant because of the amulet, uh, she would spitefully turn against her own. Oh, that's kind of weird. Due to the misunderstandings and disappointments related to Lilith, God decided to create a second wife for Adam, Eve. That's the one most people have heard of. Yeah. Yes. And then they have that very uh, well-known image where it's got the serpent tempting Eve with an apple. And it looks yeah. like uh, Adam's in the background getting some hanky-panky with uh, Lilith. <laughs> that's what it looks like, actually. I don't know. No. Maybe I'm... Uh, Let's maybe that's... speculate. Yeah. Maybe it's Lilith with the serpent and Eve with Adam. I don't know. That could... That probably more likely i would think it's although there debate. is an apple involved in the picture so yeah uh, lilith getting it in with uh, adam behind eve's back who knows nice nice i don't like to think about it <laughs> to be honest with you but yeah. yeah um the very last portion of this article it's kind of a short one but it's called an icon for modern pagans and feminists nowadays lilith has become a symbol of freedom for many feminist groups Due to the rising level of education, women started to understand that they could be independent, so they began looking for symbols of feminine power. She also stated to be worshipped by some followers of the pagan Wicca religion, which was created in the 1950s. This appeal was enhanced by artists who took her on as a muse. She started to be a popular motif in art and literature around the Renaissance period when Michelangelo portrayed. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk, when Michelangelo portrayed her as a half-woman, half-serpent being. He presented her around the Tree of Knowledge and increased the importance of her legend. With time, Lilith became more attractive for the imaginations of male artists like Dante Gabriel Rossetti, who created her image as the most beautiful female being of the world. The author of the Chronicles of Narnia, C.S. Lewis, I love his books. They're good. Yeah, he's, he's okay. They're pretty good. They're, they're just beautiful. You're good. Uh, wasn't, you, yeah. yeah. But the Chronicles of Narnia was actually inspired by the legend about Lilith and the creation of the White Witch. I never knew that. That's actually pretty cool. I like that. She mm. was beautiful, but dangerous and cruel. She mentioned that she was Lilith's daughter and that she was determined to kill Adam and Eve's children. And then they've got another Renaissance picture here. Very cool. It's called Faust yeah. and Lilith by yeah, Richard that's Westall. Faust with the Faust. weird hat. Yeah. yeah. I don't like I don't like his outfit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not kind of strange. Yeah. Mm, no. Less romantic pictures of Lilith appeared in the mind of James Joyce, who called her the patron of abortions. Joyce pushed Lilith into the feminist philosophy and started the process of adopting her as a goddess of independent women in the 20th century. When women started to receive more rights, they started to disagree with the man-concentrated vision of the world, including the biblical story about the beginning of the life on Earth. 
The name of Lilith appears as a national literacy program in Israel and the title of a Jewish women's magazine. The ancient Sumerian legendary female demon is one of the most popular topics in feminist literature related to ancient mythology. Researchers still discuss if she was created as a real demon or as an untrue warning of what may happen if women receive more power. Dang. Yeah, I, I don't think she was created as a demon, but, you know, that extra bit about filth being involved. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, she had the sexual thing going on. That's where I thought the filth came in, but who knows? Promiscuous. Yeah, but that's basically kind of the backstory behind the legend of Lilith. Whether you believe in her or not, it's still kind of cool to learn about mythology, different origins of different belief systems. And this one was actually pretty cool because Lilith, whether, whether you view her as like an icon for, you know, women power or you know, freedom and individuality, or if you view her as this darker entity who basically was the first woman to, I believe you mentioned this, Hugh, right? Right before we started recording that she was the first woman to leave her husband, the first one to kind of go out of the marriage. She left. And, you know, however you view it, it's still kind of cool to see how this one specific being in mythological lore, it's just kind of cool to get the back history of it and get more information on it and learn, you know, what people believe regarding it. So uh, I wanted to touch on that, but Hugh, you actually mentioned some really cool things about regarding her children. Well, uh, you know, they they said she gave birth to demons. Uh, A lot of people Mm -hmm. believe that she was uh, like a concubine with the uh, fallen angels. Mm-hmm. You know, from the old Bible, the old Old Testament, and uh, right, that Salmon. gave gave her the ability to uh, give birth to the Nephilim, which are the children of those fallen angels, and they're the giants from Bible lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, cannibalistic. Uh, they have all the knowledge of the universe, as they were taught, and basically, uh, Lilith is you know, one of the beginning concubines of all those uh, fallen angels. So, uh, mm-hmm. and she she was, uh, oh, there was something we talked about earlier uh, about, about by the Red Sea and how she had, you know, taken on all these lovers and all that crap. And she said right. to them, well, how can I go back to Adam? I, you know, I've done all this bad stuff. And mm-hmm. <laughs> they're basically like, well, then, you know. Uh, if you don't go back, we'll have to drown you. And she then she explained that to him that she had been with all these guys, and she made mm-hmm. a deal uh, uh, with them that she wouldn't kill certain infants if they bore this amulet. It's just strange stuff like that. It's very yeah. weird, out there, kind of old timey stuff. But one thing I will say: you go back to Sumerian or Mesopotamia. It's not nearly as old as those old manuscripts uh, mm-hmm. from the Bible. So The Talmud, yeah. You know, well, they did say in the article that they weren't quite sure which came first. Right. I mean, I'm sure well, if they did, like, carbon dating or, you know, tried yeah, to trace 26, back the original. Yeah, 2600 uh, B.C. wouldn't be as old as those manuscripts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they, they, they go way back. So, I mean... I don't know what to think about all of it, but I do know that she was kind of slutty. Skank! And later in life, she 
<laughs> Later in life, she portrayed Fraser Crane's wife in Cheers. That I do know. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I mean, this I, I wanted to touch on this because I'm always looking for different types of topics, and I'm all about you know mythology and lore, and if it's creepy or if it's dark, kind of like the subject of Lilith, then awesome, you know. So, and I actually put this on Instagram and asked people, you know, so should we talk about Lilith? Would this be a good topic? And Tons of people's like, yes, yes, do it, yes. <laughs> well, she's got a lot of fans. A lot of people don't like her, and a lot of people do like her. So, and that you know, that proves that it's a good topic to talk about then, because although there's controversy right. behind it, a lot of people are gonna want to hear about it. It could kind of go both ways. You could play devil's advocate and say, you know, she just didn't want to be controlled. She didn't want to. Um, kind of like what the feminist movement stands for, where they want their independence. They want to be powerful on their own without trying to rely on a man. You know, that would be a positive aspect of Lilith. Whereas the negative would be, you know, she kind of went off and slept with a lot of men that she wasn't supposed to be with. You know, modern day prostitute. I don't know. But she she was (laughs) supposed to be married supposedly to Adam, yet she was getting it on with all these fallen angels or demons or what have you. And, (laughs) you know, that's, I mean, if you're married to someone, you don't do that. Yeah. Unless you're agree, agreeing upon it that, you know, okay, let's have an open marriage. So there's good and there's bad to her. She represents both. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's all a matter of your point of view and what you believe. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that. But yeah, I think she was, uh, she's been heavily maligned. Uh, maybe that's quite a bit unfair. But mm-hmm. then I also think when she gets deified by some people, that's unfair too. She she was a woman. Yeah. She was a, you know she was a woman. She wasn't evil, and she wasn't good. She was just somewhere in between. And what made her so special is that she was like the the first woman, the first the, mother, the original. She's the original. Yeah. So. I actually read somewhere also, kind of side note with Lilith is. After she got kicked out of Eden, apparently, she started producing these children, and they were essentially the, the demons. And right. they, they didn't love her like a child should love a mother, but she wanted them to love her so bad, but they would torture her. They would hurt her and harm her. And then she saw Eve in the garden with Adam, and she saw that they had a baby. And then she proceeded to steal that baby and show love to the baby. I wish I had that pulled up, because that was actually really interesting when I read it. But then, I can't remember why, but she decided to give the baby back to them. But upon giving it back to them, the child actually passed away, which it's sad. So it makes you think, like, maybe all she really wanted, she one, wanted to be independent and, you know, her own person without having to rely on Adam to do everything, which, okay, understandable. But at the same time, she just wanted love. She wanted a child's love. She wanted that motherly child connection, and she wasn't getting it. And... So, I mean, that's another part of the story that it wasn't outlined really in this um, in this article, but I read it and I was like, I felt kind of bad for her. <laughs> you know, if that actually happened, you know, she was given all these children and the children hated her. They loathed her and they tortured her. They would bite at her and, I mean, they were demons. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind of sad, but at the same time, it's like then she goes and gives the child back to Adam and Eve and the baby's dead. It dies shortly after. So... Yeah, there's a, everybody has a different take on her, and there's different stories mm-hmm. floating around. So you just got to look into it, and you know, yeah, take it all with a grain of salt, see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, since being 
kind of changing subject and then reverting back to Lilith. Being on quarantine, a lot of us have been watching, you know, Netflix or TV a lot more often. And I recently started, well, actually finished the series, but it was The Trials of Gabriel Fernandez. Have you seen that? No. It's so sad. I don't know if you ever heard the story, but it was a little boy. He was eight years old in California. And uh, it was a long story. I I don't want to go into like the history of it, but basically he ended up, his mom didn't want him when he was born, so he was left with family. Then the mom took him back because she wanted more welfare money. What a mom, you know? And uh, basically her and her living boyfriend, the fat ass, would torture. They brutally beat this poor child and kept him in like this little cupboard in their bedroom and like locked him in there overnight and they would starve him and they ultimately ended up beating him to death. And that's what that whole show is about. And like that woman, I don't even think Lilith herself would be as bad as that, that woman. Pearl Fernandez was her name. And it just made me think like Lilith was considered the very first woman and essentially probably the very first mother to procreate uh, before even Eve. I'm sure she had babies before Eve did. What was she pumping out like 100 babies a day? <laughs> Something like that. How is that even possible? It's not like, you know, I mean, unless she wasn't human. She's like a gumball machine. Yeah, just popping those babies out. Someone just kept dropping in (laughs) pennies. Yeah, so even the evil aspects that were mentioned about Lilith, I don't think even compare to what I saw in that documentary. If you guys haven't seen that show, definitely go watch it. The boyfriend who beat the kid to death, he's on death row. Hopefully he just rots in prison, gets handed what he deserves. And then the mother apparently took a plea bargain or whatever, and uh, she's stuck in prison. But apparently, apparently, she got beat the F up in prison. I think, yeah. <laughs> when I heard about that, because one thing I do know is people in prison, they prey on people who are child molesters, child abusers, child murderers. They could be drug dealers. They could be murderers themselves. If it was somebody who harmed a child, they don't deal with that. So apparently she was in a cell with like uh, eight other cellmates. And when they were putting her back into the cell, one of the guards actually said to her, oh, you sleep pretty good for, you know, killing your child. And then when those other women heard it, they immediately were like planning out how they were going to torture this piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently one day they... They sliced her up with like a tuna can. They made their own little shanks and were like cutting her up. They poured hot coffee on her face. And it's like, yes, she got what she deserved. But well, not even. She deserves much worse than that because apparently the the little boy was with her for like eight months, something like that. Mm. And uh, she was torturing him for that length of time. And that's one thing, tying back to Lilith here. Don't think I'm just going on a tangent. I'm tying it in. This woman was a horrible mother. Lilith, in some people's eyes, could be considered a bad mother as well. The original bad mother. But all things going back, I still think that Pearl Fernandez is a worse mother than Lilith. There you go. Opinion made. (laughs) She was worse to her own kid. Oh, yeah, by far. But, of course, Lilith went around trying to murder other people's kids. Legend has it. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah, that's just my two cents. I wanted to tie that in because with Mother's Day coming up, it makes you so sad that things like that happen on in the world, you know, happen in the world like that. And I mean, that's the darkness of humanity. That's the darkness of the world we live in is that there's people like that out there that exist. Maybe it's a product of Lilith sleeping with fallen angels and procreating all those little demon babies. You know, maybe that's what causes people to be more evil than good. I don't know. I'm going on a whim here. (laughs) But 
tying that all back, um, that's basically what we wanted to touch on with Lilith. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully it wasn't too hard to comprehend with my tangents. But I thought it was a good one. It was an interesting one. We will... She's an interesting character, no doubt about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We will touch on different mythological creatures and beings, you know, here and there. So this is one that I definitely wanted to touch on because, you know, with Mother's Day coming up, it would be a nice, you know... I think it's actually going to be posted after Mother's Day, but, you know, post-Mother's Day, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Mother's Day to all you moms out there. But... Uh, here's my little, uh, closing statement. As always, buckle up. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on Apple iTunes. And share our episodes with family and friends to help spread that dark cheer. (laughs) (laughs) We really appreciate all our listeners, and it's, it's a great way to give back. You know, giveaways here and there. We actually just concluded our first giveaway. Uh, we announced it on, I think I announced it on Instagram and Twitter. I believe so. Those are the ones I'm most prevalent on. Uh, We also do have a Patreon account. So if you guys, even just for $1 a month, gives you access to free merch, you get bonus episodes each week, and you get entered into tons of giveaways. So we have monthly giveaways and quarterly giveaways for the very highest tier. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't go wrong with free stuff, right? I mean, I love it. You guys love it. Let's do it. But yeah, if you guys are interested, our Patreon tiers are in the link down below. Give it a click. Show us that dark love. And uh, just wanted to thank you guys again for tuning in, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Twisted fascination with magic, madness, and the macabre. Join us on our journey where we are sometimes deep. Some. What? Did the music just cut out? Oh shit. I can't hear it, Kenny. Is it. I can't hear it either. Did you not get a clip that was long enough for the promo? Oh god. Oh, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. We're trash talent. That's a fair point. This is a podcast for people who like trash. And we are trash. And we like to talk about all things macabre, witchy, true crime, and anything else our little haunted hearts fancy. So join us for new episodes every Wednesday. Tune into the Haunted Heart wherever you listen to podcasts. And And as as always, always, stay stay spooky. spooky.